Buddy, are you ready to rumble? Because it's the Filmbox podcast, and we're doing another fight night. Our first. I'm your fight host, night. Aaron Souza. It's uh, yeah, I think it's technically it is our first fight night. But I mean, if you've looked at our Twitter page and you've seen that we've pre-recorded a couple episodes, you'll know that we've already recorded a fight night that's not out yet. Anyways, I'm your host, Aaron Souza, and I'm joined by two lovely teens. Uh, I shouldn't say that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> by by lovely gentlemen, um, Sam and Connor. Hey, Aaron, hey, is yeah. that uh, Chris Hansen coming behind you? <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, boy, that but I only say that start. because we're, it's the culmination of our teen movie, movie month, guys. Ooh. This is it. We've watched a bunch of movies about teenagers, <laughs> which sounds really terrible when you frame it like that. Um, and now we're going to uh, do a bracket-style competition to see which movie comes out on top. Yeah. Well, if you can get out of the hole you just dug yourself into. I'm still digging. Let's let's dive into the teens. <laughs> You're going to get us put on a watch list. Uh, literally. No, so the way this is going to work is we've got a little bracket with the eight movies that we watched uh, this month in our teen movie Uh, category we watched two movies from the 80s two from the 90s two from the 2000s and two from the 2010s and up and those movies are as follows we watched 17 again with Zac Efron we watched Fast Times at Ridgemont High which we did a deep dive review on uh, featuring uh, Sean Penn Um, we watched Perks of Being a Wallflower with the great Logan Lerman and Emma Watson um, and another man that we just, don't talk about, two, but we will talk two. about. Yep. <laughs> I, I believe um, Nina Dobrev is it? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, we watched Mean Girls, um, which is another fantastic film with uh, with Lindsay Lohan. Um, we watched American Pie, which is self-explanatory. <laughs> uh, we watched 10 Things I Hate About You, uh, The Breakfast Club, and The Spectacular Now. So those are our eight movies that we're going to be comparing today um but yeah any before we get started any initial thoughts on this month um and you know what we uh what we saw what kind of like you know i don't know first impressions before we get into this uh i think i fried myself out on teen movies (laughs) i literally was trying to watch do revenge which just came out just for fun (laughs) too not even like i for the past month, we've been watching, like, all these teen movies, and I was like, okay, let me just watch one for fun. Like, not taking it serious at all. I turned it off halfway through. I was like, I can't do <laughs> this right now. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it does for like it's a long movie, and for the first like it half feels or long. more, That's the problem. It is, yeah, it feels like a long movie. Um, but yeah, Sam, any uh, any initial thoughts on this on this month's theme? Um, not too much. Uh, I never honestly watched a lot of teen movies. You know, when I was younger, growing up, when I was in high school and stuff like that. Um, so most of these was my first time watching mm. them. I think the only one I've seen, bef- the only couple I've seen before is uh, American Pie and Mean Girls, but um, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, is how there are some. <laughs> uh, what about Breakfast Club? You definitely see Breakfast Club before. Uh, I can't remember if it, if Ooh, I did, wow. it was like a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But um, okay. yeah, overall, I think it was a pretty good month of teen movies. Um, yeah, brings me back to the old high school days. <laughs> <laughs> literally some of these like were are we hit the nail on the head but we'll get into that so did you just hear my voice crack my whole body's going back to the teen era oh boy <laughs> how deep is that Jesus hole again aaron Christ. oh no <laughs> he's he's past the uh he's at the inner core yeah i've i've just dug myself straight down through the the crust of the earth and now hitting the mantle and then we'll reach the outer core soon little little uh science lesson for everyone all right let's get into this uh this bracket challenge so the way that we got this set up we're gonna shuffle the seating quote unquote and uh, uh a couple times and pit these movies against each other on a random basis we have not decided this ahead of time yep so we're gonna go random one random two and lucky random three all right so our Whoa. categories we've got for bracket number one we've got 10 Things I Hate About You versus The Breakfast Club. Um, We've got Mean Girls versus Fast Times at Ridgemont High. 17 Again versus American Pie. And The Spectacular Now versus Perks of Being a Wallflower. Wow. I think (laughs) that actually worked out perfect. It worked out a lot better than I thought it was going to. (laughs) I think we got some powerhouses pitted up against each other. And then and so seventeen so again. Houses. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh wow. man! So without further ado, let's get into matchup number one: ten things I hate about you versus Breakfast Club. All right. So, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so let's start with ten things I hate about you, mm-hmm. since we have already discussed it. Actually, no. Let's talk about Breakfast Club, since we haven't discussed it before. Yep. What what did you guys like about this movie? I mean, it is a I've seen this movie a bunch of times. It is a timeless classic of uh by John Hughes. Um I think the thing that I liked about it the most is that it showed like instead of like a lot of these movies are like all about the cliques and they show the high school cliques and stuff like that. Like this movie had that as a sole focus, but changed it in a way that it was like, okay, well these people would never actually usually talk to each other, but now they're forced to be together. Mm-hmm. I like how it brought together different groups. You know, you had the nerd, you had the jock, mm-hmm. you had you had uh, you know the bully, bad you know bad guy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I like how with most of these movies, it's like it takes place over the course of a school year or right, um, like an extended period of time. But this one is just isolated to this one day, which I think is also 
a theme that the this movie recognized and utilized mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. there's a great scene like three quarters of the way in where they're all talking and they're like if if i see you walking like down the hall tomorrow or monday like would you say hi like does any of this really matter in the long run which i think is a unique concept for like a movie about high schoolers yeah no i mean it, it was really interesting i think this film was perfectly cast as well like everyone there's not a lot of characters but everyone was just so good <clears throat> oh yeah yeah I, I think they i think they all did a great job with playing their role as right. a high school student the way they right. are shown to be yeah um yeah no i mean it, it was <laughs> it's it's breakfast club it's not it's not you know rocket science everyone knows that it's it's a really really it's a cl- really it's good a movie and i i think I don't know. One thing that I like about it, and I tend to like this a lot about a lot of movies, but like <clears throat> it was so like you when you look, if someone were to just give you like a, a 10,000 foot overview of what this plot is about, it would literally be kids in detention talk. Mm-hmm. And that in itself sounds terrible, but it over the course of the movie, you get so much dialogue and so much like character development and and and. So that's something I enjoy about movies that sort of like like drama of of the characters, not necessarily like I'm not like an action like hog, you know, I don't care for you know scenes of explosions and gunfights as much as like I appreciate uh just pure raw character development mm-hmm. which I think it also rec- the movie also recognizes because like when they get into detention uh the one thing that they're supposed to do is write an a thousand word essay on who they think they are. Mm-hmm. And I'm hating myself for not remembering the quote where it's like, so like in the end, we're just a brain, a jock, a rich girl. Yeah, it's, um, but each of us is a brain, an athlete, a basket case, a princess and a criminal. Does that answer your question? Perfect. Is the the famous quote at the end, mm-hmm. and then sign sincerely yours, uh, the Breakfast Club. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it. I don't know. It's just like it. It's a a brilliant look at the teen, at teens and how teens are, and I don't know. I just something about it is just perfect mm-hmm. in my eyes. Yeah, I think it also dives into some deeper topics about mm-hmm. you know their personal lives stuff that you don't right. think about when you just look at them which i thought unified them more cuz they had like some shared life experiences and shared trauma mhm do you have any cons for this movie now um cons well I I think it was a little slow at times. Um, yeah, I did. I, I did. I did find myself, you know, you know, checking my phone and like not really paying attention sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I will say, I would say the uh, the dialogue 
It's very dated. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, looking yeah, at it from a 2022 yeah, lens. Yeah, for, for the <laughs> for better sure. in a way of like, okay, this is a microcosm of like 80s high school, but also in the negative and like, all right, a lot of stuff that they said about each other, you can't really say now. You probably shouldn't be saying now. Some of their actions you shouldn't be doing. Um, you know, I, besides that, though, I I don't have much negative to say about it. Yeah, <laughs> and I also don't either. Yeah, I think kind of dragged a bit, and then some some dialogue doesn't age well. I think that's about it. Yeah. Cool. Well. Let's go to uh, 10 Things I Hate About You, then. Mm-hmm. Uh, starring Heath Ledger and a very, very young Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And Julia Stiles. You keep forgetting her. Stiles. When I, well, look, all right. <laughs> the co-lead of this movie. Look, I mean... She is on the poster. Know, when you're on a mo- when when you're in a film with Heath Ledger and Joseph Gordon-Levitt, you're going to get forgotten a little bit. Yeah, but Gordon-Levitt wasn't popular by it was this what one of his big one of his first big this movies, was his right? his and heath ledger's breakout film yeah mm-hmm. that's what i thought yeah but fortunately the the best part of this movie and the thing that gives it an extra bump up is it has the legend david crumholtz in it yes <laughs> and none of these other movies can say that yes so, fun fact that you and I, Aaron, learned recently. <laughs> yes, that we just learned that Sam does not know. Oh, jeez. What do you think David Cromholt is doing now? <laughs> or within the past couple of years? Just guess. Is he like a farmer? Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> what if I told you? Does he own a strip club? No. <laughs> what if I told you that he was a rapper? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Do you remember the band's name? Or the group's it name? It was, um... Oh... I do. I can find it in about three seconds. All right, while you do that, I'll say some pros about this movie. First off, I th- oh, I got it. Perfect. It Didn't was even let me start. Hemogoblin. Hemogoblin is the group, and he was going under the moniker Bin God, Still God. This man's 44. This was in 2020. <laughs> it's almost as bad as Jared Leto being in 30 Seconds to Mars. Oh, my God. What a what an absolute just... I mean, just he's cur- just the best. A curveball from like a different stratosphere. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So, some some things I liked about Ten Things About You. This movie is really funny. Mm-hmm. Because I think it it's not taking itself too seriously. And when movies do that, it's kind of a dangerous tightrope you're walking. Because sometimes it's like, all right, like... You you still are a movie. You still have to like move your plot along. Everything can't be like a joke. But as we talked about with our uh, our deep dive, a lot of these one liners and situations are just hilarious. Yeah, 
Yep. Uh, um, yeah, no, this film, it's like, it, it, it knows what it is and it doesn't try and send like a, like a crazy message like Breakfast Club does, but mm-hmm. it, it tells, I mean, it's a retelling of a Shakespeare play and the, it does it in a way that doesn't feel like it's a retelling of Shakespeare play. And I'm looking at you, John Hughes and Romeo plus Juliet, um, and it, it does it in a way that's modern, funny, like, it just works. It just works. Mm-hmm. And the, the performances are amazing. Absolute 10 out of 10 from, like, all the cast. Especially yeah. the extras. <laughs> um, let's see. So let's try to think uh, any cons in this movie. That you guys can think of. Hmm. I'm going to say like. Apart from like. The actual narrative itself. It almost felt a little forgettable. I guess if that's. You know the way you want. I want to put it. Um, The plot was predictable. I mean we kind of knew what was going on. The whole time. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, well, I feel like that's the case with all of these. Well, most of yeah, these. Yeah, I mean, maybe. But I think it's just one of those things, like, it's a staple of the genre. Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, all loose ends are going to get wrapped up. Yeah. Everyone will it's gonna be It's going to be a happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. I'm struggling to find some cons here. I think it. I'm a little biased, as I said with the deep dive. This I picked this movie to watch. Yep. Um. This was one of the first like high school teen movies I've ever watched and remembered liking. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Um. No, I I, I feel like. You know, the thing that uh, it being a little predictable in story and like, again, it was based on a Shakespeare play. So that has to play into it. There was in this movie, like there was one particular scene that I would I really did not like, you know, the detention scene where Kat gets Mm -hmm. Patrick out of out of detention, I thought was super unnecessary and just not good. Um But the rest of the movie, the relationships between the people and I mean, it was all it all it was felt good. Yeah. I think everyone was I think they knew what their character was supposed to be and nailed it. Mm-hmm. Cuz once again we do see growth, we do see depth. Things are explained like we understand why they are the way that they are. Sam, you got any thoughts? I mean, yeah, I understand about like predictable plot that's that's pretty much the only thing i can i can say about this one but all right well i think now it's time to pick a winner for this bracket Mm -hmm. um and i think we all know what's coming but uh connor what is your vote 10 things i hate about you okay sam Uh, i'm actually gonna go breakfast club and i'm also gonna go breakfast club all right 
So as much as Connor loves 10 things, uh, The Be- Breakfast Club is a superior film. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. three people. <laughs> Two people. <laughs> and uh, oh, um, what did you guys rate these movies on Letterboxd? Just so that people I know. Gave... I gave 10 things of... I want to say I gave them both fours out of five. Mm-hmm. I should definitely have my list up, though. Yeah, I gave 10 things a three out of five and Breakfast Club a three and a half out of five. So I gave uh, 10 things three and Breakfast Club four and a half. So four and a half. Yeah. Hmm. It's it's almost it's in my mind, like four and a half is like a near perfect film. Like, I don't know for, for it's 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 an amazing film. So. Next, that on, good, but that's fine. Yeah, it was that good. <laughs> uh, next on the list, we've got Mean Girls versus Fast Times at Ridgemont High. All right, anyone want to want to take this? Uh, let's start with Mean Girls again, since we already right. talked about Fast Times in a deep dive. Mm-hmm. Pros of this movie: the acting, phenomenal. Yep. Um, it was very charming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I look, I went into this. I'd never seen this movie. I didn't know what it was about. I always thought it was just like some cheesy chick flick. I was so surprised. Like the story of this film was like really good and not in a predictable, like cheesy kind of way. Like I felt good about watching this movie. Yeah, I have, I mean, I have some sisters, so, like, this was a movie I've seen plenty of times. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, I kind of, I grew up, like, watching this movie. Obviously, it's got very, very iconic line scenes that, you know, everyone remembers. Like, on Wednesdays, we were pink. Uh, I'm trying to make fetch shop. Yeah. Getting losers, going shopping. It's October 3rd. Mm. Yeah, I think Lindsay Lohan is, like, really good in this movie. Yeah, this was during her, like, superpower phase. Yeah. And... And Rachel McAdams was awesome, too. Yeah. Yeah, she she did a very good job. Yeah. Honestly, everyone does. I like the friend Mm -hmm. group that, um... Katie has that's her name because I remember they always called her Caddy. Mm-hmm. I don't remember her friends' names, but I do know that the girlfriend is played by Lily Kaplan, who I really like. Um, Damien and Janice. Yes. Yeah, Lizzie Kaplan. Lizzie, damn it. Yeah, you were almost there, and Daniel Franzese. Yeah, they they were really funny as like her support characters. Mm-hmm. And it so this movie was emotional. It was, you know, it was good. I mean, it was good. <laughs> and it had that humor or sex aspect to it too. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a good story. You know, finding your place in a new world. And I know I like how it wasn't like it was trying to be relatable to high school, but like not at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. when uh when uh Tina Fey's character like pretty much strips in the middle of class and the principal yeah walks that was in. a little weird <laughs> that was a little weird <laughs> yeah I also but, um, 
Amy Poehler is really, really funny as um uh, Rachel McAdams, the yeah. the mom. Yeah, as the mom. Yeah, because she's it's like the she's just trying to be like one of the girls so bad. Yeah, I I like I do like the scene where where they're all like uh, Katie goes over to Regina's place for the first time. Mm-hmm. And the mom comes in with cocktails, like with mocktails. And is like, oh my God, you guys want some drinks? And she's like, do these have alcohol in them? And he's like, no, silly. What kind of parent would I be? Do you want some? So it was just so good. The delivery of that line was just so good. Yeah, I like the scene where... Um, I need to remember her name. Um, who is Rachel McAdams' character? What's her name? Uh, Regina. Regina George. Regina George. Of course. Regina George. When Regina's like making out with like the other guy, she just walks in. She's like, can I get you kids anything? Some snacks, a condom. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. And then the, that scene when the dog's just like just munching just on mun- her. Uh... Yeah. On her fake boob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I think for cons for this movie, like it was a little unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, at I times could, I like that, the whole yeah. like when the burn book was discovered and like it was just this whole thing and I don't know it just it just didn't that part didn't feel super believable to me. I mean, Regina George also gets flatlined by a bus. Yeah, and, and then it's, it's like, fine. oh, she's fine. <laughs> like, oh, she just has like a uh, the neck sling Spi- or whatever. I think it's, it's like called. a spinal fracture yeah. or something like that. Yeah, it's a spinal fracture, but like I, you get walloped by a bus like that you're pretty much gonzo <laughs> yeah i before i i rewatched the movie since like the boys had come out like there was like that trend mm-hmm. on tiktok where it was like moments before impact like the um it, the imagine dragon song would play like da 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 <laughs> and i just i literally as i saw that scene was coming up i loaded up the song <laughs> just so once it was like Da, 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 da. I can feel it in my bones. Um, yeah, definitely unbelievable. All right, All right. Uh, and uh, so I also sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Once again, I think a lot of stuff in the movie doesn't work once you kind of like look at it from today's lens. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of problematic topics. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think that's that's just what happens when you take a movie that was made almost twenty years ago now and yep. drop it here. Doesn't get better yep. for for the rest of these uh, old movies. Yeah. Well, I mean. To be expected, though. Exactly, yeah. Um, all right, so what? Just to finish this uh, this section off, um, what did you give Mean Girls on Letterboxd? I gave Mean Girls a three and a half. I also gave it a three and a half. I gave it a four. So I think it's just because I've been uh, I've seen it a bunch of times. So like. Yeah, that's fair. Um, next movie, we've got Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So this movie, I have to say, I mean, you we know what it's about, like right from the get-go, and it is about 
sex. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yeah. But it's like still charming. It's still really actually a good movie. Um and it doesn't go overboard in uh in like, you know, the the I guess raciness of it. You know, mm-hmm. that's sort of like it's it's not overboard into like the the, the sex and, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just, just like wait for that. Yeah, yeah, well um, um No, it, it I it was a good film. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I think when I when I watched it for our episode on it, I think I liked it a lot for a teen movie. Mm-hmm. Um Characters were pretty memorable, obviously. Um, we loved Sean Penn's character. Oh my god, Sean Penn! Out of all these characters, this out of this whole movie, Sean Penn has the most iconic ca- character. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's basically like a almost a tie between him and John Bender. But well, that's just that's um, just for you. I would say Lindsay Lohan is also pretty iconic as. Yeah, but like I don't know. I think something about Sean Penn's Spicoli is just. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam, what did you think about this? Because I feel like me and Aaron got a lot of thoughts out on an episode yeah, already. we did our review. Well, the only thing I'm going to say is I'm not going to look at carrots the same way. <laughs> Very fair. No, I, I, I enjoyed this movie. I actually watched it last night. Um, it was the last movie I needed to watch before, you know, this... Ended um, off on a good note. Yeah. Um, but no, I enjoyed it. It's kind of fresh in my mind. Um, I, I, I agree with uh, Connor what you said about, or Aaron, I think you said that. Um, it didn't dive too much into, you know, the raunchiness of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I think the acting was great. Um, it did seem a little, I don't know, fast. I don't know if fast paced is the word. Well, it is called Fast Times. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> no, I, I get that. It does kind of move quickly. Yeah. I I will say something I didn't like about this movie is I don't think there's a plot at all. That I, is you know, true, yeah. I think you're literally just plopped in the middle of, like, like a high school year. I think that's also the point, though. Like, part, the, they designed this movie... I, I'm pretty sure, like, they actually made this movie to not be like, okay, well, here's, like, a coherent, like, or not, like, I want to say coherent story, but, like, here's, like, a storyline. It's more so, like, like you just said, if you were plopped into this high school and these people's lives, like, this is what you're seeing. And for something like that, it pulls it off well, but I can agree that, like, the, it, does, it doesn't have, like, a, a normal plot structure. Yeah. There's like three plots in one. Like you know, have Spicoli yep. dealing with Mister Hand, and then you have Stacy <laughs> sleeping around every single guy she talks to, and yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I think the one thing, the one issue I did have with this movie, and that was this more of like a, a mo- from looking at it from a modern day lens, is like the only two main female characters in this film both get naked. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, all right, yeah. guys. <laughs> I mean, come on. There's literally like two women in this whole movie that mean anything. Yeah, and but. I will say, maybe it's just the a byproduct of watching it first. There's not a whole lot 
that I would consider super memorable after watching the rest mm-hmm. of these movie. Like with each of these movies, there's always like something I can stand on and be like, okay, this is why like it was a good watch. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Sean Penn Spicoli was great, but that's about it for what I can remember. Every scene in Mr. Hand's classroom, though, was just instant classic. Uh, I mean, I I just remember the one exchange, and that's about it. I mean, I don't know. This movie was fun, though. I enjoyed I very much enjoyed it, and for what it was, it did it well and actually delivered, like, a pretty heartwarming story towards the end. All right. yeah, and it's a good it's a good thing to like look at you know what high school is in high school was like in the eighties you know and the like, fact that it's still relatable like yeah yeah there were times I think Connor you were saying when you were watching it like there were and we talked about it in our review like there were times where we were watching this film and like stuff was happening that felt super awkward in the moment and it was like okay this is awkward for us because we know how that feels because we went through it mm-hmm. like. I mean, the fact that this movie was literally made 40 years ago and it still has that impact 40 years later is actually really impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's just like a me thing. It's like, yeah, I mm. felt a lot of those things. But then like watching the rest of these movies, like, okay, they also made me feel these things. So mm-hmm. it's not like a a special thing anymore. I think it would be something if I didn't still feel that relatability to it. Which, good thing for Fast Times, I still do. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Um, what is our Yeah, vote? what is your votes? I'm going to vote in a surprise vote. I'm voting for Mean Girls. Okay, good. I was also voting Mean Girls. I was also going to vote for Mean Girls. <laughs> Wow, I'm actually kind of surprised that it took. What did it, we What like, did we give Fast Times on Letterbox? Uh, I gave it. I also gave it a four. So I gave it. A I th- gave it a three. I also I gave, gave it. Sorry, it I gave it a three and a half. Oh, I gave it a three. All right. Damn. All right. Next bracket, we've got seventeen again versus American Pie. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. So. So seventeen again. Hand up. This was my movie. Yeah, you you did pick I this. I did stand on the table for this movie. I had this was a guilty pleasure movie of mine, like a comfort viewing back like I don't know, a couple years ago. I hadn't seen it since, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> you know, let's toss this on the list. Let's see what kind of memories it brings back." Well, and I the mean, memories it did, back. Memories did come back. <laughs> it brought back memories <laughs> yeah so um we're we're now into the section where we haven't talked about any of these movies before right so, so this is like all new thoughts full impressions 17 again was very average movie <laughs> yeah, it was that's nothing fair. more yeah it wasn't bad it wasn't great you know that's fair. yeah i thought it, it has a very unique premise mm-hmm. um i this we talked about like Mean Girls was at Lindsay Lohan's peak. I would say that this is Zac Efron's peak. Hey, no. This was Matthew Perry's peak. Uh, he peaked our <laughs> friends. <laughs> this is not friends. 
It was 17 no, again. No, not Friends. It was 17 <laughs> again. The movie where he was in it for the very beginning and then the very the end. The very last scene. <laughs> um, I can't get the vision out of my head of him in that basketball uniform. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. It was a decision. So I just want to point out real quick, this movie on Google has a 4.4 out of 5. You guys, really? <laughs> you guys found my bot account. Out of 368 ratings. What's it on uh, Rotten Tomatoes? A uh, 56. <laughs> like I said, it's a very average movie. Yeah, it looks like on um, Letterboxd, it's uh, around a 2.8 out of 5. Yeah, yeah. So well, average. Google likes to Google. Um, <laughs> so, what did we like? Um, I think... Like you said, I thought the premise was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Compared to the, the idea rest of, of these, having... it's very different, which I will always appreciate. Right, it was probably the most unique pre- uh, mm-hmm. premise, which I thought was, was good. It, it differentiated itself. Um, some of the acting was a little out there, but at the same time, it was good. It was funny. There were some actually funny moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Ned's house. Oh, yeah. that yeah, I, I knew house. you guys would <laughs> love it. He's... <laughs> To put it politely, yeah, he's like he's a huge nerd. A bit of a nerd. But he's got the cool nerd stuff. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. So, what I liked about it... <laughs> okay. Is Leslie Mann. <laughs> yes. Shush. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've answered it for you there. That's why it was your comfort movie for so long. <laughs> Little did uh, younger Connor know. Um, she's looking fine as ever. She's doing great. Um, yeah, I, I, as I said, I like the plot is different. I thought Zac Efron was pretty good in this role. Um, I liked that it, when you're in the high school setting, it, it's it's like a weird thing where it's like, okay, Zach Afron is actually like these two people. Like a 40 Yeah, he's like these two people's <laughs> like dad. So he's like looking out for them mm-hmm. instead of like, you know, flirting around being an asshole. I, I just kept like, like it, it, it was very awkward at times, but it was, that was the point. Mm-hmm. But I also found myself like just saying to myself like, or at the movie, like, dude, just like, Act like a seventeen-year-old. Yeah, yeah, that was the thing too. Like, like come he on, didn't, he he was Zac Efron, but he was acting like he was still a dad. Mm-hmm. I will say though, there are he does have like it was a one speech towards the end because the whole premise is like his wife is divorcing him. He regrets a lot of decisions. He ends up through magic going to back to high school, and then his wife is still divorcing him. <laughs> So, like, at the uh, hearing, he he gives off, like, this heartfelt speech about how, like, you know, he, he's made a lot of mistakes. And mm-hmm. if, like, he still loves her and he has to just let her do what she thinks is best. And then it's revealed that there was nothing on the paper he was reading from. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. That was when good. when that I was first good. watched it, it got me to tear up a bit. Not gonna lie. Since then, I've hardened up a bit, uh, but it still got me. 
that was a good scene. Yeah, no, that was a good one. Couple things. How did nobody know that? <laughs> so the basketball coach, he does not know what his yeah, best. That, oh my god, best basketball player in thirty or twenty years. He doesn't know. Like this, it looks exactly the same. Like, come on. Like the picture is just <laughs> hanging yeah. up in the school, and no one's like, yeah, huh? That looks like a uh, this guy. <laughs> Just with a hair he, he was talking it, about, yeah, he was talking about with his, like a teacher or something like that. He's like, "Oh, that's me in that picture." He's just like, "Honey, that's twenty years ago or something like that." Yeah, and and I I like they did allude to it with like, uh, with Leslie Mann's character being like, "Wow, you look so much like my husband." But like, if if it was like you twenty years ago, you would be like, "Oh my god," you'd be like, "Dude, like you, that is exactly how you look." Like <laughs> you would be so much different. Yeah, like they they played it off as like, oh, she's you know, she's a little drunk, you know, mm-hmm. but it's never brought up again. <laughs> yeah, right. I will say this movie gets a point for having Jim Gaffigan in it because mm-hmm. he is awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, no, the fact that the coach didn't recognize him, I was asking the same question, like. Does he just not just doesn't care? <laughs> just is like okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like we mixed in some cons. So why don't we move on to American Pie? Yeah. Oh, uh, what did you guys oh, give seventeen yeah, again sorry. on Letterboxed? I gave it a two and a half, so fifty percent. I also gave it a two and a half. I gave it five. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, you're not kidding. <laughs> I gave no it three way. and a half. <laughs> Three and a half. <laughs> Three and a half. Jeez, but that's somehow five for Leslie. Five for Leslie. She's man. a five out of five. <laughs> three out of probably three and a half out of ten. It's better. Anyways, American Pie. <laughs> so everything we said about how like Fast Times they like you know held back with like the more racy <laughs> things. No, no, that is no. the core of this movie. We are introduced to. Uh, his name Jason Biggs, right? I couldn't tell you a uh, Jason Biggs. I'm Jason, sorry. Yeah, Jason Jason Biggs. Um, we are introduced yeah. to him jerking off into a sock. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to a TV that doesn't even work. Yeah. Yeah. I could not make out what he was watching. I will say. Um, what's a uh, Eugene Levy? Delightful yep. as always. Great. Phenomenal. Jennifer Coolidge in her very small role was very good. Mm-hmm. <sighs> man. Oh, man. I th- it was. I will oh, say, like, God. while we're talking about the good, I, the cast was really good. I, I really liked them as their characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I said this to you, but, like, Okay, I, I didn't really like this movie that much, but the one storyline that I really liked was Chris Klein's character. His name is Oz. Yep. And his whole thing is like, oh, he was with a college chick before, but she was like, you know, girls don't just, girls want like a more sensitive, understanding guy. Like, you don't have to try to like impress us with like, brute strength they're just being cool so then he um 
he ends up like joining the chorus and he develops like a genuinely cute relationship with um what's her name uh heather played by mina suvari and that that was like the one thing i was like i really like this this i did not expect Mm -hmm. this from a movie where a guy fucks an, uh, an apple pie yeah yeah that i I was wondering when we'd get to that part uh yeah that yeah 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 jason biggs fucks a pie yeah it's it's in the movie someone looked at it and not only is it in the movie but that's where they got the name american pie they got the name for this movie from that scene of a man with his his shit in a pie. Oh, it wasn't a shit. It was a schlong. Oh, no, it wasn't. It, <laughs> it was, was a schlong. Sh- yeah, I, yeah. But and, once again. Uh, and, and, and premature ejaculating twice. Twice. Hilarious. <laughs> and and getting uh, getting getting jizz in a beer. That was oh, a man. That was a man. That was a. Uh, well, was, no, uh, he didn't do that, but that was in this movie. Fair. <laughs> that was uh, Kevin. <laughs> yep. Um. Oh, yeah, no, this God, movie is very movie. horny. Um, the the whole yeah. plot is like these this group of friends just wants to have sex before the end of the year. And they make a pact. And then, so, I will say, I did not like this movie. It took me three tries to to get through it. I, the, the thing that saved this movie is the third act and a couple of the relationships, like Eugene Levy and, and, um, and Jim, mm-hmm. like the dynamic between father and son was good. Mm-hmm. And then Oz and uh, Heather, their relationship was also really good. Other than that, could care less. <laughs> yeah, because I respect to like Jim and Kevin, the characters, but their, their whole thing was like, okay, Jim just... He just wants to have sex, and Kevin just wants to have sex mm-hmm. with his girlfriend, but he's kind of like a dick about it. Um, and then once he's finally not a dick, his girlfriend's kind of like over it and over him. Yep. We didn't watch any of the sequels, so I don't know what happens. I probably won't watch the sequels. But, yeah. I like those relationships between father son Oz and Heather. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say the scene oh. with um, Shannon Elizabeth, who plays Nadia, when she is uh, like changing in his room, and yeah, he, that's an iconic. He, scene. he just books it. Yeah, he's just <laughs> that was a good one, yeah. yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> Everyone is just watching this live stream of this foreign girl changing, and he runs to his friend's house and he's like oh my god i can't believe this is happening i can't believe this is happening in my room and then i'm sitting there like dude go over there <laughs> and then he runs back <laughs> yeah yeah like bro uh yeah some of the raunch didn't work for me some of it mm. did also casey affleck was in this movie for all of three seconds yeah he was not good <laughs> if i can be honest in his three seconds <laughs> I don't think he cared. <laughs> no. I, I, I literally think they paid him whatever he was having at that diner. Probably. They're just like, we'll pick up your bill. Just 
answer the, Let's do a answer line the for phone us. for us, please. Mm. All right. So I gave this movie on Letterboxd a uh, two and a half. No, a three star. Really? Yeah, it was a two and a half until the last act. It bumped it up half a star. I also gave it a three star. So did I. We All did right. not coordinate that. <laughs> we did not. All right. So who is our winner of this side of the bracket? I liked American Pie better. Aaron? Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to go with American Pie. Well, All yeah. right. I was going to go Connor, 17. Again. Connor is voting 17 again, but no. R.I.P. Leslie, man. Uh, the third act really saved American Pie. We'll see you another day, I guess. All right. Last matchup of the first round. This is a good yep. one. Fantastic. It is one. the best one. So we got the spectacular now versus perks of being a wallflower. I think the only um, instance where the decade went up against each other. Yes. Now, spectacular now. I actually, I actually, Miles I Teller and Shailene Woodley. This, Great this movie is so good. I mm-hmm. really wish this wasn't the first round ma- this first round matchup because <laughs> this would have been my finals bracket if really? if I could be honest. Really, really, wow. Um, um, so spectacular! Now we've got Miles Teller, um, Shailene Shailene. Woodley, Brie Larson, mm-hmm. uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, who was also in Fast Times, yes. is also in this movie. The mom. Yep. Um, it's a really good, it, this movie, the thing I think, I think the thing I appreciate the most out of this movie is like, it is emotional in all the right spots. Mm-hmm. Like it's funny and then it's happy and then it hits you in the heart and then it it's happy again and then it's a little sad and then it's like gunshot and then, it, it, I mean, it just takes you through every emotion, and it does it in such a perfect way that it feels balanced. And oh, mm. I think this—I feel like it's such a, the best way I can say this is the theme of the movie is, I think, the strongest. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, all right, we have Miles Teller whose character is just like a he's like a high schooler he's got like no plans for the future like he's just living in the now mm-hmm. and you know things start to you know not go his way for once and then he actually like has to realize he can't live like that he has to like yep. mature and be a better person and a lot of like the uh, the character beats really hit home for me. Oh yeah, Miles Teller is such yeah. a good like emotional actor. Yeah. I don't know how he's not a bigger star than he is. Honestly, like I know the rumors are he's not like a a great person behind the scenes, but I, I, I don't, don't care. Not, <laughs> Hollywood doesn't care about that. Yeah. Um. He is so good in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, and Shailene Woodley holds her own too. Yeah, I was going to talk about 
know, Shailene Woodley, like, her character Amy was very, she played that very well. Yeah. Um, you know, she's such a supportive character. You know, so innocent. Sutter, or Miles Teller's character, Sutter. Yeah, Sutter. Um, you know, he, she was there, you know, when he went to go see his dad. Ugh, he was like, hey, can we do something? And she'd be like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the dad scenes, those. Oh, that was, that those was that's honestly scenes. one of the best, that was one of the best, honestly, scenes. I've... Yeah. I don't want to spoil mm-hmm. too one much. One more that, emotional. But... Yeah. Definitely one that really gets you as like, oh, this is, this is a real moment. Yeah. And to be fair, and, and to what you said, like it was, it was very real. Like this movie, like it didn't feel like exaggerated forced scenes. There weren't like the dialogue wasn't like cheesy. Like it was real down to everything that the characters said. Mm -hmm. I feel like this era, we kind of grew out of like, okay, like, everyone's quipping and you know Mm -hmm. everyone's like trying to joke around maybe it's just the two movies we picked that were a more serious look at like a high schooler's life yeah but yeah i think this movie just gets down to it yep This is, uh, yeah, I, I also want to point out um, Roger Ebert. This was one of the last films that he reviewed during his life and gave it a full four stars, which is his highest rating. And me and him both, because I also gave this four stars. Mm. I also um, gave this a four star. This is a four <laughs> and a half for me. Four and a half. It is a near perfect film. Is there anything you guys didn't like about this movie? No. Yeah. Me neither. Honestly, I don't. So. Oh, you know what? No, I do have one thing. I hated the the very end because I wanted to see just that little bit that, more. That, and I hated oh, how it cut yeah. like that. It just broke me. Because actually, if you notice in the end, uh, I don't, do we want to? I, I mean, we could we okay. say we're not going to review it. Yeah, it, so this he, movie came out in like, yeah. it, like 10 years yeah, ago. 2013. So if you haven't seen it, so, see it. So when he goes to visit her, mm-hmm. you don't know if she's smiling or upset to see him or something mm. like she doesn't have a smile on her face like you can tell like there may be a little smirk but yeah we don't know what we don't know what she's been doing for the past you know however long mm-hmm. so i that's it, it's just like, i really like this yeah. ending because i like that yeah there wasn't that like peaceful resolution like right. yeah it was very real. like yeah sutter <laughs> did kind of realize like oh man i I messed up, and she's you know, she's gonna be better off without me. Kind of. Thing. Yeah, it's it's one of those messages where it's like, all right, just because you figured out what you were doing wrong doesn't mean that everyone just like waits around you for you to realize that. Like everyone moves on with their life, and that's one of those like hard things to uh to accept like Mm -hmm. you know we've all kind of been through relationships where it's like oh man like i wish i did this better and like if i had done this better maybe things would have gone different but it's like while you think that life still goes on and everyone has their own reactions to that and they move on how they move on 
Mm-hmm. Oh, Man, I really boy. wish this wasn't the first round matchup. I know. I know. So I know this is tough. All right. Uh, and last but not least, certainly oh, not God. least, uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower. This movie oh. broke me. I had never seen this film before. Me neither. Like, in its entirety. And so when we chose it, I was looking forward to it because, like, I wanted to see it. And I knew it had, like, I had actors that I enjoyed in it. And, you know, so, and I, I had started watching it before. So I knew, like, at least the beginning I liked. And, huh, holy Jesus Christ, this movie. Yeah, similar to Spectacular Now, this is not a comedy like the others. Nope. <laughs> nope. Far from it. So one thing I really liked about this movie, I thought they handled like depicting like the depression, the mental illnesses. I thought they handled that well. Yeah. Yes. That was, it was, it was very intelligent in the way that they, they dealt with it. Mm -hmm. And with that, I love Um, how supportive uh, Logan Lerman. He's the star of the movie. He plays Charlie. Um, yep, I love how supportive his family is of him. Yep, because he's like a very introverted character. I'm not going to spoil anything because I think a you should watch this movie. But like I told you guys, you have to be in a good state of mind to watch it. Oh my god! Um, uh, I should have taken your your uh, your words more seriously. Uh-huh. Um, I also want to point out, or sorry, you weren't done. Never mind. <laughs> it's okay, <laughs> but like. His family is so supportive when he needs mm-hmm. it the most. It, mm-hmm. And even when... Because there's like a scene in the end where it just... It was so devastating. It, I cried. I don't cry during movies. Hmm. I cried. Mm-hmm. And just seeing like how much his family cared about him, like it also contributed to all the tears. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I, I again, I also don't really cry in movies, and I, the end of this movie, I wept like straight up, like tears streaming down my face, and I was like, "What the fuck? Why is this happening to me?" Yeah, God, why? Oh my God, it. This is, I like I said, I don't. I, I think I can count on one hand the amount of movies that I've actually like shed tears to, and this one just absolutely just made me just a waterfall. Uh-huh. Man, uh, and I also I also like how well they handled a um a gay character in this movie. Yes, this is probably the only one where it's like just candidly like, yeah, this guy's gay, and that's not like we're not like in Bean Girls, the gay character is there, but he's like a stereotype, exaggerated, right, a little bit. But that's also part of the comedy. Mm-hmm. This movie is like this guy's gay, and also like. That's a normal thing. His friends don't care. Mm -hmm. But he still... And then it shows the trials and tribulations of what it was like to be a gay guy who... Because this takes place in like the 90s, so... Right. Who maybe wasn't as accepted by... Society. The elders, you know, or by society. That's... I mean, that's tough in itself. Like, I think they handled everything very realistic. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know he's a shitty guy, but man, Ezra Miller. All right, look. 
the way that I think about this is this was before he was shitty. This was like very young Ezra Miller before he was bad. Separate the art from the artist. He was good here. One of his best roles, I would say. Yep. Same with Emma Watson. And uh, Emma Watson was fantastic. Um, Her character was so nuanced. I mean, mm-hmm. and Logan Lerman just crushed, perfectly captured the the depressed, the shy, the kid, introverted, you know, right? Who you know finds his group of friends, and then that's his whole world. Mm-hmm. But not in like a obsessed, creepy way, but in like a you know this is what makes me happy kind of way. And like, oh my god, just this ah, this movie. Yeah, this one I feel like there were a lot. There are a lot of moments I related to in a mm-hmm. more real sense. Because, like, I, I'm mm-hmm. an introverted guy. For a period of time in high school, like, I was kind of on my own. And I could see myself in him when he's, like, sitting alone at lunch. He's like, yep. He's like, he doesn't want to raise his hand when Paul Rudd, who is the English teacher, who is phenomenal in the in the yeah paul rudd's in this movie i mean come on in like the very few <laughs> scenes he's in it's like i mean uh, back to logan lerman but um like he doesn't want to raise his hand because he just doesn't want the attention like especially the scene where they're at the high school football game and like it's when he first goes to like interact with um emma watson and ezra miller and you can see him like work up the courage to do that I just found mm-hmm. that so relatable in a real way where it wasn't just like, oh, come on, man. It was like, oh, like I- I've been there. I I understand this. Yep. Yeah, it was. Oh, God, this movie. All right. We need to we need to give uh give a winner here. Oh, what did everyone rate this movie? I gave it a three and a half. Really? Wow. Okay. I gave it five stars. I also gave it five stars. Sam, you didn't like it as much as I, we did. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, it was a great movie. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't. I don't know. I guess it wasn't emotional as to me as it was to you guys. Which that's fair. I, yeah, fast, I mean, teach their own. Yeah, that's exactly. The thing about, that's why we yeah, do. That's this. the thing about movies. Like, we can all watch a movie and come out feeling different and have mm-hmm. different emotions towards it. Absolutely. Uh, this movie is in my top five all-time favorite movies. Oh, yeah. now, so. yeah. This is also the movie why, like, this was um, one of the last movies I saw for this. And that's, I it made a bunch of these other ones very forgettable for me. So <laughs> if I haven't made this clear, as hard as it was, Perks is my pick to move forward. Yep, same. All right, sounds good. <laughs> Sam's like, yeah, I'm outnumbered. Oh, well. All right, so now we get into the second round, and this will be a little bit quicker of a round because we've gone in depth in some of these movies. So now we'll kind of just talk about how they relate to each other a little what bit. What makes so them we've stand got... out from each other? Right. So we've got The Breakfast Club versus Mean Girls. Okay. What stands about? So, Breakfast Club. Uh, the characters in Breakfast Club are like it, and like the character dynamics. I feel like they're good in both movies, but Breakfast Club, like that's what it's about, and they nail it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I agree. I think the characters have been more nuanced because, mm-hmm. like, the movie requires them to be like Mean Girls. Like, it's a comedy. Everyone's kind of like a stereotype. You don't really see a whole lot of growth. Um, yep. But that it the movie didn't need them to. It's not a knock right. on Mean Girls, but I would say it is a plus for Breakfast Club. Now let's uh, Sam. Any any thoughts there, or any thoughts no, for I enjoyed, Breakfast Club? I think the actors or the characters, I should say. Um, I don't know because Mean Girls. I know a lot of like that's more related. To, like all the high school, you know, people that I went to high school with, you know, they would always know what Mean Girls is. Like I don't think many people know or have seen Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. So, I think Breakfast Club is like a movie where its reputation precedes itself. Yeah, where like you yeah. probably know, you know John you, Bender for sure. Yeah, you. I you feel know. like you know John Bender without knowing John Bender. Exactly, which is exactly how it goes in the movie too. Mm-hmm. Actually, if you think about it, <laughs> exactly. Um. I I feel like Mean Girls it's it's iconic in its own way where it's like you can quote a lot. Um Yeah. It's funny, it's like the dynamic is good. It doesn't take itself as seriously as Breakfast Club, but not like even close. that dynamic of um of the all the characters and the premise is actually like really entertaining. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, any other final notes here, or do, are we ready for vote? I think I'm ready for my vote. Okay, Sam, are you ready for your vote? I am. All right. Sam, what is your vote? I'm going Breakfast Club. Connor, what is your vote? I'm going Breakfast Club. Wow, really? I was actually leaning towards Mean Girls. I'm not going to lie. What? But, <laughs> really? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I, I actually was leaning towards Mean Girls. Um, but Breakfast Club is the winner. Uh, boy, this is. Uh, wow, we got our our number round two matchup: American Pie versus Perks of Being a Wallflower. Uh, so American Pie wins. <laughs> so, right, right. I feel like just uh, we'll pay its respects as we cast it off to see. Um, it's yep. a very iconic movie. Mm-hmm. You know people it's just iconic like you've probably seen it you probably know the characters you probably know scenes from it yep um but man it's i i personally don't think it's it pales in comparison yeah ah sam any yeah. any thoughts? <laughs> yeah, you want to toss, nah, toss it a life rafts or a, a buoy? <laughs> yeah, toss. Are you gonna are you gonna give American Pie anything? Or I mean, <laughs> I I think it's uh obviously it, there's just two completely different tones mm-hmm. of these movies, you know. Yeah, I'll give it that. It, so, it, it's it's really hard to you know compare because it's just like if you like horny raunchy movies, then you're gonna like American Pie more. If you're gonna like the more serious emotional if you want to cry if you want to cry <laughs> watch perks watch perks so i think i feel like for me 
I enjoyed Perks better than American Pie. Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah, I, I will say that so, it, it knows what it is and it doesn't try to be anything more. Yep. But the winner of this round is unsurprisingly oh. Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yes. All right. Our final matchup is The Breakfast Club versus Perks. And uh, this is, it's tough because these are both very nuanced, very like character driven films. Mm-hmm. I think, I think this is like an easier comparison to make because of like the tones are very similar. I think the yeah. Breakfast Club, Breakfast Club, can get like funnier at times, but for the most part, they're both serious character study type movies. Yeah, um, I think because they're so similar, we can look at like I, one of the things I feel like is successful for perks that it has an edge over is like it was able to carry that character driven narrative over a longer stretch of time. Um, like in, in, in movie time, like it was over the course of like a whole year almost versus breakfast club being that, like, this is, you know, one snippet of, of the, you know, the, of, of a day, basically it's detention. Yeah. And I feel like it was, harder to pull off for the breakfast club like it's hard to make a movie that's good that's just based within a day but perks being so successful in the long run of a film is it makes it stand out to me yeah i think with breakfast club since it is like a course of the day it's not so much like with the characters i wouldn't say we're we're not as much seeing them grow but we are just mm-hmm. seeing them deepening their character instead. Yep. Um, whereas with Perks, I think we do see more growth just because yeah, it there's is growth over and time. change. And, mm-hmm. um, I would say another edge of for Perk is the emotional reaction I had to it. Like, I. Respect to the Breakfast Club, but no scenes made me feel anything close to that. It's not the last scene, but that scene. Yep. I didn't feel anything close to that. Um, Even like the smaller scenes, like like I was saying with the football scene, I felt that when um, uh, I'm trying to set the scene. Um. Oh, it's like his sister is dating Ponytail oh, Derek. Oh, yeah. Ponytail Derek. Yeah. Um, and I think they get into a fight. He sees her, like, hit him. I think... I, Other way around. Derek, or but. he hits her, sorry. Um, yep. <laughs> and, like, he asks, like, Paul Rudd, his English teacher, like, like why do people uh, fall for, like, yeah why do people people. love the wrong people and credits to paul rudd for like being as good as a like of an emotional dramatic actor than just being like a comedian because like the one the line that stuck with me throughout like all these movies was like when he says we accept the love uh 
that we perceive, I believe it is. I think I butchered mm-hmm. that. We accept the love we think yeah, we that's deserve. The, that's it. We accept the love we think we deserve. That's that sticks. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it just ah, it hits you right in the mm-hmm. gut. <laughs> Sam, you got any any final thoughts here? Hmm. I gave both of these movies a three and a half. So <laughs> no, but I think I, 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 you know, the Breakfast Club. It shows all the characters, you know, not come from the same background, but come from similar backgrounds, you know, with their mm-hmm. parents, stuff like that, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you can, in Perks, it's kind of the same thing almost. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, The Breakfast Club was very good at being like, we're not all that different as like we think we are. Um, the whole like... No matter... Yeah, yeah, the whole like, don't judge a book by its cover type be... Yeah. Um I just like huh. the uh, the scene of Emilio Estevez high off his ass and just dancing, <laughs> dancing around the Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's it has like its own batch of like iconic moments. Like the yeah. scene where they're all just running in the hallway like trying to dodge yeah. uh the teacher. Well, just just since we're about to wrap up too, I also found it really funny how in the end of Breakfast Club, like, you know, everyone's saying their goodbyes, like, and they're just like kissing each other, and their parents are just mm-hmm. like waiting in the car, like, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like, that what same is thing going too. On? It's like what? you just met these exactly. Like right? I thought you guys, I thought you were strangers, and now Emilio Estevez <laughs> is kissing like the basket case, and yep. And like the preppy girl is like kissing John Bender. It's like, which I'm sure that dad is very happy about. By the exactly. way, exactly. <laughs> like I just imagine like they close the door and then the dad just like turn the car off. Like, what was that? It's like, <sighs> hey, you want to stop at Mickey D's on the way home? <laughs> yeah, knowing knowing oh, that character, he was probably like, do you want to go? What what can I get you that will make you love me again? <laughs> All right. All right. Final vote. I am I'm I'm going Breakfast Club. All right. Connor? I'm going Perks. Yeah, I'm also going Perks. Yeah, I, I saw that coming. <laughs> we knew that was coming. But I mean, yeah, it's just huh, it's too good. The winner of our teen month, teen movie month, not teen month. Don't want to, don't want to say Just that. Keep digging that hole. My my <laughs> hole is getting bigger. We're almost on the other uh, side. Nope. Don't want to say that either. <laughs> I don't want to say that either. Oh, I got hiccups now. I'm just gonna say the winner of of the teen movie month bracket challenge is Perks of Being a Wallflower. The official winner. This is official. Will be posted everywhere. Official winner. Take that to Wikipedia. <laughs> I think you need to stop stop talking for the night. Uh, um, oh snap! Oh, oh snap! <laughs> um, no, so uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Um, we had a lot of fun with this one, and um, yeah, if you like what you hear, 
uh, let us know, give us a rating, a review, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. It really helps us out. Um, and tell your friends, you know, tell people, you know, about our podcast, you know, anything, any sort of thing works. We love doing it. We like entertaining people. So we hope that you enjoy it. Um, you can follow us on all our socials. They'll be linked in the show notes, uh, below. Um, and also, uh, we are, uh, we have, um, uh, we have a, uh, merch store that you can visit. We've got, uh, our letterbox pages. You can, you know, those will be linked. You can see, you know, how we feel about other movies that we see throughout the month. Um, I also want to thank, uh, Josh Woodward for our theme music. Um, and yeah, no, uh, thank you very much for listening. This has been the teen movie month fight night for the film box podcast. And my name is Aaron Souza. I'm Connor. I'm, and I'm Sam. And we'll see you next From time. Aaron's jail cell. Goodbye. Yep. <laughs> Message you're calling Cause I'm living life in airplane mode And everything is okay I just want to play Unplug for the day And live in the moment Cause I'm living life in airplane mode Yeah Today's a great day to start your own podcast Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it'd be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest way and the best way to launch, promote, and track your podcasts. Your shows can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and even more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's create something great together. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know we sent you, as well as getting you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a pay plan, and it helps support our show. We use Buzzsprout, and honestly, it's really great. Um, I, uh, I use it to track all of our, um, where we're, where we're being listed or we get our own website. It's really just a fantastic service and I would recommend it to anyone that's interested in starting a podcast. Spusprout helps you get your show listed on every major podcast platform. That takes one of the hardest steps in creating a podcast out of the equation for you. Thanks to Buzzsprout's help. And if you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. Plus it helps you navigate how to do things how to market your show how to make money off your show how to do all sorts of stuff it's all right there for you to use honestly it's not hard when you have the right partners and buzzsprout is absolutely one of the best partners you can have out there they care about you they're passionate about helping you succeed with your show so if you're interested in signing up uh for buzzsprout use the link in uh, in the description of, of the show here it'll like we said it'll get you 20 dollars amazon gift card and it helps. It supports us, and we appreciate it greatly. And now back to the show. Ooh.